hello, hello. Here we are discussing episode three of All Star Six on LTD. Let's talk trash. I'm Jessica. I'm Jay. I'm Chris. So let's get right to it. I felt like this was an awesome episode. So many exciting, great things that we saw. But let's go in order. So. As the episode begins, Raja is rightfully hyped. She's excited. She's happy because she won the challenge and, I mean, technically won the lipstick in the previous episode. Um, so now it's time to count the lipsticks. And we learned that Jiggly had the majority of the votes with, I think it was nine. You're saying it wrong. It's Jiggly. <laughs> Jiggly had nine and Yada had two. So, of course, we know that Jiggly was one of those votes, and Trinity K. Bonet was the other. So, trying to pass it off like it wasn't because that bitch put her lipstick in there. Right. And so, don't you think it would have gone better for her if she had just owned that? Yes. And so, that was my whole thing. I was like, yes. just say you put it in because she put it in. Don't try to right. be like, no shade or nothing, but, you know, right. I just thought right. everybody knows Jiggly ain't do better than nobody last week. Correct. I agree with y'all. I think she should have owned it. Um, it was obvious that, I mean, Kylie made it obvious she wasn't buying it. She was like, mm, no, I'm pretty sure you voted for her because she voted for you. Right. And I'm glad she called her on it, too, because yes. even when she tried to explain, it was like, mm, nah, fam, that don't make sense. Yeah. You voted right. for her because she voted for you. And, and if that's the case, then it's it's done. It's a tip right. for tap. Like, exactly. I that's voted it. for you. You voted for me. We even. Let's move on. Right. Um. Trinity also expressed that she was a little nervous because obviously, I mean, she was not in the majority. Um, yeah, so she was, Trinity was concerned about how it looks that she didn't vote like the rest of the group. Um, I agree that she was probably also concerned that she was called out. And like y'all said, she probably should have just said, I voted for y'all because she voted for me. Right, especially when everybody knows that's why you did it. Regardless of how you try to spin it, everyone realizes that. Because they probably would have done the same thing. If somebody had voted for me, well, bitch, I got you next That's time. How you are, yeah. Um, <laughs> but regardless, if you had embraced, if she had embraced that, then she wouldn't have felt like she put herself on an island. It would have been open and honest, and everybody could have just moved past it. Uh, but when you try to explain it like Yara wasn't doing as good as as Jiggly then you kind of put yourself out there on an island to where no one agrees with you because they all saw what Jiggly had on last week. Yeah, so that was my my point about it. It was like she said uh, she was surprised and she guessed she wasn't in tune with everybody else. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what were you watching that we didn't see that you thought that Jiggly <laughs> did better than Yada? Like, it, it just, right. it was too much uh, trying to explain when you could have just, like you said, simply said, uh, I voted for her. She voted for me. We tip for tat. Now we done. We can vote fair the rest of the time. Now, do y'all think that's gonna bite her in the butt? I don't think so. Not yet. Um, for one, if she keeps well, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think that's gonna bite her in the butt. But there are a few things that she does that I think are gonna come and right. bite her in the butt. But that could lead up to being one of them. Yeah, okay. exactly. So like, well, Trinity did vote for Yara, so and so it's like we can't really trust Trinity right. to, right. to go with the group, so, which is kind of what they tried to kind of agree on. But mm -hmm. uh, right. like we said last episode, they weren't real clear on what they meant. So and then you end up like Alyssa Edwards going home the next episode. Yeah, so we'll see. The last thing I want to talk about on this section is Ginger misses. She voted for her bestie. Jiggly, she um, was hoping, I guess, that Jiggly doesn't take it personal, but um, she did not let her friendship get in the way of the competition. Thoughts? Well, that's uh, kind of when we talked about it, you know, she said, because Ginger brought up the integrity voting conversation, and she was saying, well, I think we should vote with integrity. And just listening to her conversation from that, to me, it meant we're going to vote based on what you're doing here, not because I know you outside mm -hmm. here, not because of anything else I've seen you do. Uh, and I think that that's what she did because we all saw yeah. what Jiggly presented. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that she is setting a precedent for herself and kind of for the rest of the girls that 
you know, when I say vote with integrity, I mean vote with integrity. I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. I you know, I, that's yeah. my friend. I didn't want to send her home, and I hope her feelings aren't right. hurt. But And she defined low integrity as worse critiques and got that out of the way. So I, that's pretty clear how the rest of the group will probably fall in line. And so now that it's been said out loud, uh, if there's a deviation, there's probably going to be some issues. Okay. Trinity K. Bowman. <laughs> so the next thing I want to talk about. So now we cut to the theme. We see that Tia Mowry's a guest judge. Did y'all notice? I, I didn't bring it up last week. Did y'all notice they changed the theme song? No, uh, I, I have I no basis. Well, the old, <laughs> let me let me let me sing it and see if you notice the difference. It's very subtle. Okay. But the original was RuPaul's Drag Race. May the best woman win. Mm. Now it's RuPaul's Drag Race. May the best drag queen win. Oh, okay. I'm not. Hmm. Do figure. we think that it was purposely changed? Um, word on the street is that people are wondering if it was changed for a reason. Obviously, there's two trans women on this this season. Maybe that has something to do with it. But would, wouldn't woman still apply though? Yeah, I I think it still applied. Like I feel like the point. In fact, it applies more than (laughs) it originally (laughs) did. Like the the original should have been made the best drag queen win. Right. So maybe since it's not ironic anymore, maybe that's why they changed it. Maybe. Maybe there was some uh, gendered males that were upset about it. Who knows? knows? You know this kind of culture we live in. But I just. I want to throw that out there. May the best drag queen win. Okay, no, come on. Oh, come on, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened. It happened. Hey, no one's mad. Don't, don't edit that out either. <laughs> no, it's going to be there. <laughs> like, I should have done that. <laughs> All right, so next the queens are, it's the next day. <clears throat> and the queens are kind of trying to figure out what's coming next. Rue comes in and she tells them they are going to write and star in commercials that sell a sickening side hustle. They will be working in teams. And the way the team targets <laughs> is that he took it all back to elementary school. We're going to line up shortest to tallest and then be pairing y'all in that order. <laughs> in that order. I just found that funny. <clears throat> elementary school would have been alphabetical though. Oh, well, you're right. Yeah. Either way. It was just a <laughs> My first name or last name? <laughs> Which one? I don't have all the, a drag last name. My name is name. Alex <laughs> So do I go to the front or the back? I'm Alex Zakarian. <laughs> anyway, it was just juvenile to me. Like, let's go by height. It was juvenile. Um, and so, so team one is Ginger, Akiria, Jan, and Silky, the Rent-A-Queen servants. So I always thought Jan was taller. To so be honest. surprised by yeah. him being a short right? Well, yeah, Silky was surprised at her own height, so. <laughs> Am I really <laughs> short? Who do you think you are? <laughs> I, I, I might get it, though. She because remember, these are... are <laughs> no, but these are all men, right? right? And so, it probably is kind of, like, it shakes you when you're like, okay... I'm like, who knows how tall Silky is? She might be six feet. And she's like, oh, I'm in the lowest group? No, I bet Silky is probably like five eight. I was going to say, somewhere around there, because I think she was the tallest one in the group. Yeah, yeah she was. So, when you look at the others, you know, out of drag, and you see them, you would guess, you know, five, six, seven, somewhere in there. So, I, would, I don't think she's six feet. Okay. But I'm she surprised. Not she was very surprised. Because look, the reality is, it is kind of crazy. Because group two, I always thought Trinity was short. But group two is Trinity, Pandora, Yada, and Raja. They are the drag fixers. And then group three is Kylie, Scarlett, and Eureka, the drag exorcists. Um, So then Michelle and Ross are going to direct the girls in their commercials. And so then the girls get to work. So first group is... The drag, we, we get to see are the drag fixers. That's Trinity, Pandora, Yara, and Raja. Pandora has a history and experience in making promos and commercials in New York. And so she comes up with the slogan, Fix It, Bitch. She was definitely an asset on that team. And I think her contribution uh, was not given enough credit. A hundred percent. That's exactly what I was going to say. They did not give her any credit. No, because... 
once she established that this is what we're gonna go with, fix it, bitch, and have a phrase, it, it made everything else fall in the line. Mm-hmm. And so you can build around that. It you could tell that she had marketing experience. The commercial ended up well. Well, I guess we'll talk about it later, but <laughs> her it, it was just she had an idea and helped her team execute and that contribution definitely deserves more credit. Yeah. I think that she uh kind of kept them on track as opposed to, you know, other teams that tried to shove so much in one and it's like someone who has marketing experience can say, Hey, scale it back, we only have forty five seconds, all right. this other stuff, you're doing too much, like trim it down, so but you know what's funny to me is that it feels like they did just as many different scenes, but they were much better executed. They did have a few scenes. Right. I don't think they didn't have as many outfit changes. So theirs was like a right. continuous thing. But see, the other group, you know, yeah, several outfit, outfit changes, changes right. it takes up a lot of time. It's like, like I think somebody said, 45 minutes for 45 seconds. <laughs> like, Okay. Um, so they're coming up with scenarios, um, Yara and her, her scenario idea. You know, when you fart on your dick, <laughs> like, oh, I'm Yara. Sorry, what? Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't know that. Yara. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Trinity, it, she cracked me up with her scene because she was saying, you know, Yara's a bit much. She's eclectic. She's different. She's unpredictable. I think she would get on my nerves. <laughs> I don't like working with people like that. And then so she's running around dancing and doing everything. I'm like, girl, you better get over here and get this commercial done. I know that. Yeah, it's it's funny how group dynamics play out on TV. Um, but I think she was doing exactly what she needed to do. So the, other, <laughs> so the rest of the team could focus on actually making a good commercial and then say, Yara, this is your part. Fair enough. Then we get to see Scarlett's group, the Exercise Queens. Um, I love their take on the commercial, the assignment, that they were going to use exercise to exorcise. Um, very clever. I don't know who came up with that. Maybe Scarlett? Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then they talked about how they were planning on doing a lot of improv. Um, and then Kylie was very nervous. Of course, she's a queen that performs and can turn the house down with her dancing. Maybe her singing. But she does not was not comfortable with acting, um, and it shows. <laughs> no, I agree. I think it did. Not that not as dramatic as I made it, but yeah, it did show. Yeah, yeah I thought okay. We'll so get to that. Uh, when the teams performed, I had this team pegged as team number three. I figured the other two teams were gonna blow them out of the water. And then when they started talking about some improv, yeah, we just play off each other, and all. I was like. <laughs> It's going to be a disaster. Yeah, I kind of thought the same initially. I'm like, uh-oh. Improv with people who don't know how to improv. Right. That sounds like a hot mess. But, yeah. Um. Okay, so then we get to the third group with Silky. And Silky was saying how she's excited to be in her group. I guess she liked the fact that she's with, you know, Ginger. Everybody. I mean, I'm sure anybody would be excited to be in a group with Ginger when it's an acting challenge. She right. said, I feel like it's the winning group. And I said, oh, y'all finna lose. <laughs> So it's I had them. I thought they were going to be second. I thought the group with Raja was just going to be tough to beat in general. Yeah. Uh, and Pandora Box, who was very funny. Yeah, they just started going all over the place. Well, there was no one to take lead and say, let's focus on this and then kind of build around it. It was just like everybody right. just started throwing out right. stuff and they were like, we can do all of them. Right. Every, every, every single yes. idea you have. <laughs> And then there's Suki sitting in the background, quiet. Like, yeah, I thought that was, I was shocked that she was so quiet. Yeah. And what she said, it was because in her season, I guess, you know, everybody said Suki didn't let anybody else say well, anything and didn't uh, let anybody else have a shot, which yep. I can't speak to that. But but I sure true. can, because yeah. like I said, from episode one, it was like, from the promo, it was like, man, I'm not looking forward to this. Because it was, it was like it was, she wanted to make it the Silky Show. It right. wasn't RuPaul's Drag Race; it was Silky's it Drag was Race. All about Silky. And to me, she deserved every ounce of backlash that she got. When you, if, and if she was honest, I feel like she would say the same thing. If she went back and watched herself in some of those episodes, some of those scenes, she 
she would under she should have understood why she got what she got. Let's not play poor silky here. She earned all of I that. Mean, I, um, I wrote down poor silky. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I don't have any. Oh, no, I actually did. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any discussion. the same uh, prior Silky knowledge. Uh, She was a lot in the promo for this, and so I was kind of like, nah, whatever. But uh, watching the episodes, I did not have a problem with her, but after she said, you know, on her season, she was kind of all in the front and just trying to be in the front and center of attention, I could think about that and now see that she did kind of put herself in the background a lot of times, which in a competition like this, you can't do that. Right. And so, Silky was on the same season as Raja, as Akira, and Scarlet. And she made herself the center of attention compared to all those other people. And it was always about her. And and that was the problem. Now, I think if she's still receiving hate, people kind of just need to move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, then yeah how like, many more seasons of hate? Drag you, can't, you can't even right. name that. <laughs> well, all I'm saying was, she doesn't, I don't want her to sit here and act like she didn't know, where is this coming from? Why don't right. people like me? Why aren't they looking forward to me being on author? Yeah. Girl, you know why. Yeah, it, it was just too much. It's not that she was a bad person, per se, right. but she was such a, a, a tension Yes, oh, and nobody I mean, likes just... that. Like, there was a scene that I specifically remember when she, I think it was on Untucked, where she was talking about having a lip sync. If I have oh, the lip sync yeah. and all of it, taking stuff off, it was just like extra, and it was like for no reason. Like, girl, you could have said what you just said sitting in your chair like everybody else, but you had to be the one. I could have forgot a lip sync yeah. for my life. I lip sync for my life. <laughs> I was just like, girl, let's and not sit here and play. And she that lip sync, but man, mm-hmm. it was a terrible lip sync. But yeah, so I don't know if we want to move on because I, you know, I know I got carried away talking about Miss Silky. You got a whole lot of Silky hate in your but heart. But I'm just saying, I'm like, don't sit there being like poor Silky. I, I have no sympathy. Uh, Zero. I, I can understand why you might have made the point of poor Silky because <laughs> it's one thing for like, you know, us as common people to not like you but to then lose like your shows and stuff that you booked prior to right. that like to me that that why would why would you do that right. that doesn't make any sense based it's, on a show and so the, i wrote it down when they were in the workroom not during the yeah. uh not doing oh. <laughs> when they were writing skip but when they uh, got back to the workroom the next day and she's talking about she lost shows and all that kind of stuff and that just seems uh Unfair. It is unfair. It's well, like a scripted show that, not scripted, but you know, a quote-unquote reality show that is still edited to look a certain way and make certain people look a certain way. Right. Um, so I could get why the queens that were on her season might not be fans of her, but they all seem cool with her and don't have a problem. Uh, and why the public, uh, you know, viewers might have a problem, but also taking into consideration that we're not seeing a full body yeah. of work, but which. You love to mention. Yeah, but not with Silky. <laughs> not with those Silky. Okay, <laughs> but here's not. the difference, though. No, I know the difference. Did they tell her to do that? If, now, if she said they told me to act a fool, cut up, try to take the scene, steal the scene every second of every day, then I'd be like, oh, dang. But now, sorry. last week when it was Roger who we were discussing, she didn't say, did they tell Roger to be a bitch all the time? Well, I mean, and all that stuff. different. The point we're making is editing. To I make understand. it seem like, I totally get it. So, I totally get it. But there's one thing when... See, but I, you're still explaining it. I feel like when you do it, I'm if like, you're doing it on camera, that's different than like... Right. Them splicing together. So, I think the, the problem with <clears throat> Silky is that, quite frankly, she wasn't very likable. Raja's is a likable personality. She was funny. Uh, she had a lot of quips and she could make those faces and make you <laughs> laugh. Silky was just so, it was overbearing. So even if they were, were cutting it a certain way, it's like, man, are you always at, at this level? Look at me, look at me. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was kind of the, the issue with Silky. No, because they probably cut out her quiet hanging out in the background. Fair moments. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. That's Possibly. the only point I'm making. Fair is enough. That they only showed you the. I'm in your face, I'm loud. As opposed to when she's just sitting over there with her nappy hair, like, oh. 
Ooh, and I'm only gathering that from when she first came in the workroom and somebody said, I'm going to braid your hair or something like that. Yeah, and you're not going to be walking around here. <laughs> it has improved since season 11. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. I'm silking up Meg and Nash. For now. For now. Group two, we start. We see the queens working on their commercials. Group two starts. Team Big Fit Bitch. Um, so they're going through recording with Michelle and Ross. They get a lot of good feedback. Um, not a lot of, what's the word? Direction. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. I mean, it seemed like they came in, they had a plan, they executed, and they were done. <laughs> right. That was like the end. So I said, okay. So good, good things with group two, right? Next we move on to group three, the exorcise queens with Scarlett. Um, she struggled a little bit with a line. I think it was Michelle gave her a suggestion. Because <laughs> that fool said three easy payments on oh, your first one. I was like, we're coming to oh, oh, now wait a minute. How you do that though? I immediately said, how you going to have three first to make these payments? Right. Right? So Michelle. So you, oh. you get a different partner, right? Well, unless you're the lady. Unless you're the lady. <laughs> she'll, they you're always always get, you still you have one first Yeah, one. you still have one first one. But so Michelle gives her a critique. She Flips it, changes it. Quit snapping. <laughs> anyway. Snap break. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, done. Stop! <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, let's move on. done. Let's move on. Um, Eureka, uh, she does her scene and breaks the bed, the headboard. Breaks the headboard. She's only ever broken that's three. A, uh, that's a big, a big lady, honey. A large lady. <laughs> Um, and they get theirs and they're done, right? So I said, oh, okay, that means group one is going to be the struggle bus. Are they yeah. going to make him look like the struggle bus? Sure enough, we're in a queen. Um, well, but, you know, so oh, Kaya, I would like to say, they did give quite a few notes to uh, Kylie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She struggled a whole, Kylie did struggle with. A, a whole lot. Yeah. With just, so I, I was really concerned with this group after their um, uh, after their rehearsal. So was I. Yeah, because it felt like, like, where's the energy? And if it was not for Eureka, no, no. Yeah, uh, theirs was theirs was harder to see the vision, right, in wow, the rehearsal like, because there you didn't know the piece of how it was tied together. Yeah. Whereas I think with Group One, you could clearly see what they were going what for. they were going for, what yeah. they were doing. But once theirs came together, I think it made more sense. But anyway, I just wanted to highlight that they did give you right. Uh, quite a few critiques. Okay. Yeah. Then we get to the Ren Queens. Uh, Curious struggles with her line. But again, Michelle helps her out. Just Ross and Michelle comment about how there's like a lot of scenes. They're kind of making jokes about how many scenes they're going to have. Uh, <laughs> Where's the skydive? <laughs> right. Where's the skydive? <laughs> um, and that's kind of how it felt as the audience. Right? It's the like thing, yeah. this. And then they're changing clothes. And it's like, okay. And then Silky again mentions how she feels that she's fading in the commercial um there's one scene she was supposed to do and then like i think the curious steps in and does it for her and yeah. she's just like i only have three lines and so she's really concerned about fading so this is when i always hate it when when queens do this essentially to themselves mm-hmm. when you decide to you know what i'm gonna take a step back i don't want it to be all about me like that's fine, but now is not the time to do that. Right. You know, if you are in a group challenge and there are four of y'all, that you have to carve out your time. And and then you definitely can't afford to be giving up a line if you only got three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, Silky missed a chance to really go big and play up her characters. Like, we know that she knows how to do it, but where was all that energy mm-hmm. and stuff and... When it was needed, so yeah, I uh, man, it all just felt self inflicted to be honest. I agree 100%. And then, like, you definitely said, <laughs> I'm not playing all these parts because that was that she was really the only one that was doing a whole lot of changing, so it took a lot of time to get her ready. But I definitely would have been like, uh, I'm not, I'm not playing that part because somebody else can do that. Like, let me get my little lines and move on mm-hmm. and split the work up. But uh, like you said, when people say, I know it was once all about me. I'm falling in the background. A group challenge is not the time to decide right. Right. to fall in the Or if you want to do it in in the workroom while y'all, you know, you may not want to dominate the conversation, fine. But when it's time to perform, you got to do it. You got to 
be out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, really frustrating. People say that and then just essentially send themselves home. Right. So then we get to Elimination Day. Elimination Day. Uh, Scarlett's feeling confident about, confident about her commercial. Trinity and her crew are feeling good. Whatever was going on between Yara and Trinity has been squashed. They're good. The two queens are getting ready. Um, what do y'all think about... So it looked like Jan and Ginger did a little deal. Basically, if either one of them won, <laughs> they were going to give the other $1,000. Do you think they were serious? Do you think... That was the safest bet in history. One, either one of them about to win. Wow. <laughs> The, sh- the shade of that That's all. shade. Um, you said, do you think it was real? I, I think so. I mean, it's to me, in a group setting like that, where you know there is a cash prize, I wouldn't be like opposed to saying, okay, well, if I win, I'll give everybody $1,000. Or if you win, you know, you give $1,000. Or even just with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is a group project that got you to where you are. Uh, now, granted, you had to shine on your own enough, but still. So, right. yeah, why not extend the offer to Akira and Suki? So, and I, I, no figured, I figured that they're making an alliance. I think there's going to be a Jan Ginger alliance moving forward. Well, I'm going to need them to, uh, one of them got to be a winner in order for an alliance oh. to work. And so, <laughs> that's why I say it's probably the safest bet in, in on Drag Race. Jan is perpetually safe. <laughs> Mm, so, except for this episode. Except for this episode. But we'll get there because, ooh, dang. Uh, <laughs> so then we get more about whining Silky, about uh, whining about. You're not going to do Silky. <laughs> I'm not going to allow you to do Silky like this. Blah, blah, blah. Then we get to the runway. So Mama Rue comes out with a, it's like a blue sequin tear gown. Yeah, she like she was a week late for the blue ball. <laughs> Maybe she had somebody leftover dress. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. All right, so now the theme of the week's runway is Redemption Runway, where the queens basically get to redo an outfit that they like flopped or failed on in the previous season, which I always love these challenges. So, first up, we've got Kylie Sonique Love um, redoing her Lady Gaga Snatch Game look from season two. So you get to see a little picture of what the outfit was originally and then what they chose for the runway. So Kylie had like a pink feather look with orange wig. It was like a um so yes, yeah, so what y'all think about Kylie's look? Um she looked like somebody from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> uh that's that's really all I had. Uh I figure like Jim and the Holograms or Thundercat. Okay. Or Feather Duster Chic, as someone said. Wow. Okay. All right. Next, we had Scarlett. Oh, you're just not going to give your opinion on looks. Yeah, what you think? Oh, I like the look. I thought it was cute. Um, I loved the wig. Um, I thought it was a good look for her. And I thought she did redeem herself from that, yeah, that horrible snatch game. Now, to be fair, Kylie has come a long way with the fashions. Because her fashions were a huge struggle on her season. Or her season. Muppet Couture. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we've got Scarlett um, redoing her entrance look for season 11. I felt like her outfit was like a piece of art. Um, it was a beautiful sight to behold. Y'all yep. thought? Hers was one of my favorites of the night for the redemption. I thought that seeing what she started mm-hmm. with and what she, you know, translated it to this time around, I mean, she looked amazing. And it was... Like she said, she could have been in the Met Gala with it, you know, just chilling, so. Yeah, it was an awesome look. Yeah, like Sistine Chapel. It was it was, it was beautiful. Yes. Um, next we have Eureka redoing the faux fur look from season nine. You mean wearing the same thing she wore in season nine? <laughs> Eureka, it's a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I don't like how she... I, I feel like she... She does not know how to dress for her body as a grown a grown woman or man. I feel like she like like Michelle said, it's like how much can we add to make our necklace look like we have no freaking neck? I don't know anybody who thinks that's a good look to walk around looking like this all the freaking time. <laughs> Michelle said, I can't hear you. I got <laughs> shoulders in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 
just dread it. Frustrates the heck out of me so hard. Um, I do love her makeup though. Uh, you know, shout out to the body positivity or whatever of squeezing all that into a bodysuit. <laughs> but like you said, I mean, when you busy it up around your lack That's of a neck anyway, you want to elongate, not yeah. not busy it up. And yeah. uh, it, it just wasn't a good look all around for me. It's just funny to me when I know they're men, but men who dress like women don't know how to dress like women. You know what I mean? Like a man probably doesn't think, oh, I, does it matter that I cut my neck off? But as women, that's something that we do think about. We think about trying to, and whether it's good or bad, that's a lot of us, not all, think about how can we look smaller? How can we look slimmer? How can we, you know. You know a whole lot, of, whole lot of women don't know how to dress. <laughs> that's true. But it's just funny to me that even men who dress like women don't know how to dress like women. I think the, the point is, as someone who chooses to dress like a woman, you would think that they would do more research and know more about yeah. dressing like a woman. Yeah. You you think <laughs> that's all we saying. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> she said it. If you're gonna be a drag queen, I, I still think they, they get lost. A perfect example is Jiggly from last week. She don't know how to dress. That's a woman. And she don't know how to dress. <laughs> Are you judging her based on the outfit she made? No, I'm judging her based <laughs> on all of her looks on the runway yeah, last okay. week. Okay, okay, whatever. All right, moving on to Raja. She redid her farm, her infamous farm to runway look from season 11. Um, <coughs> uh, her infamous runway look from season 11 where she basically was like this gorgeous tree walking down the runway. What do we think of Raja's look? It was good. She had a plant on her head. <laughs> and she redeemed the burlap. I thought, mm-hmm. I like, uh, Raja was probably one of my favorite looks tonight. Uh, yeah, it was it was very, very good. Okay. Form-fitting gown. Yeah. And, uh, and a live plant on your head, so. It definitely read uh, true more than the that last one. Yeah, the last one. Uh, when I saw her, I immediately said, oh, She's supposed to be a tree. Looking at the other one, I did not say, oh, she's supposed to be a tree, but she was serving us tree realness. She was. The burlap pants in the last <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I, I didn't get tree from that. Yeah. Next, we had Pandora Box with redoing her Teen Unite look from All Stars 1. I'll be um, honest, I feel like she took a step back. Thank you. That was my thought. I was like, girl, this is tacky. Yeah, I was not a fan of what she redeemed uh i feel like the original look was better than what she brought to all stars i have nothing to add okay next we had yana sophia redoing her season three promo um so my thought was i loved everything from like the clavicle down Uh she had way too many accessories on again it's like girl I just, I and we're not. I mean, the makeup goes without saying. Oh, okay. like that go, That's not going to change, so that goes without saying. Gotcha. But I'm like the earrings, the necklace. I'm like, girl, the, the jewel the thing. Yeah, this is in the head. head. Like, just too much. So, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Floor's <laughs> yours. Floor's yours, sir. My bad. I'll only speak when spoken to. <laughs> Say my name when it's my turn. <laughs> So as a as a as a man, uh, I did not notice any of that. <laughs> it was completely lost on me. Uh, as soon as you said neck up, I was like, yeah, her makeup was terrible. And then you started talking about all the accessories. I was like, huh? she had on accessories. <laughs> as a man, yeah. Uh, I did notice all the accessories, and that was my initial like. What is happening? And again, <laughs> I think that uh, like the critique they gave her last week of not having one place to focus on is like you're doing too much. You just settle down. Uh, didn't look bad though. From the like you said, from the neck down, that makeup is. Yeah, I thought the outfit. Is somebody help her. Good. Okay, somebody anybody help her. her. It's too late now, but in real life, somebody help she her. Probably, she probably she's killing the game. You right. You right. You right. All right. Next, we have my girl Trinity K. Bonet redoing her season six. Promo and my first office girl, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? It wasn't broke, 
But then she came out on that runway and I said, yes, all the way down. Her look was everything, period. For those of you not in the room, there was a lot of hand motions. <laughs> finger wagging from the ceiling to the floor. Oh, Picture hey. Christina Aguilera thinking she hitting her best notes. <laughs> yeah. Hand motions. It was a whole lot of that. It was amazing to me. I feel like she shut it down. Yeah, she gave a, a vampire. What you, what you not going to do? Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to comment because you're not going to say nothing crazy to me either. She looked good. She looked good. I ain't gonna say you're not gonna talk crazy to me. Okay, fine. Next we had Jan with her redoing her entrance from season twelve. Any thoughts? Uh, who's that? <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of plain. Yeah, kind of kind of kind of plain, Jane. <laughs> I see what you're trying. I see what you're trying to get in. Yeah. Uh, the first look was basic as hell, especially for an entrance look, and then this was no better. It was just a longer basic. Yeah, it was a longer <laughs> basic look. Fabric. Like, why didn't you borrow some accessories from Yara? <laughs> There's so much more she back had, there. She apparently. had some jewels you could have used. Wow. She ain't need all those she had on. But, but then the, the dress itself was just like, man, this is really plain. It's like a a long letter jacket or something. It's yeah, that's what it looked like, a long letter yeah, jacket. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it was not good. It was not great. her hair, it was just, it was like, Patronly. whose mother <laughs> is this? Right. I was like, you grew up, but too much. Yeah. Bring, bring it back. Take a few years off. Then we had Ginger Minj redoing her All Stars season two future of Girl, she walking on there. No comment. I was like, ew. Like, my first time was like, ew. The hair, the pants. The pants were like giving me like the heebie jeebies. I think this is another perfect example of a man not knowing how to dress like a woman. Like, why would you think that this loose, flowy fabric needs a bodysuit on top of it? Like, what? You don't know one woman in your life? (laughs) Not one? Can't. Can't no one. Can't no one. Oh, that was so, it, it was ill. It was a bitch where, like, I was to so vomit. disappointed. I was like, this is what you came on with? This is the redo. Right this, here. Right here. The redo. This the redo. Look at it. Look at it. Look at the recap. <laughs> I hope she says ill when she looks at it. Yeah. Not even the Ruhova Witnesses can say that. <laughs> the Ruhova wow. Witnesses. Yeah. That was terrible. I, there's nothing I can add. Y'all, y'all, okay. bored. y'all just destroyed yeah, this. I mean, I tried to get us to not comment on it, just let us go to the boo and move on. But right, no. Ginger right. Minj has been roasted. She's well done at this point. Hey, the outfit, she, that's baked <laughs> potato realness. <laughs> that that's baked potato, potato realness right there. I hope she wrote that outfit. Um, Silky with uh, redoing her drag family values from season 11. What she called elevated disco. Another all red look from now I will say that I think it was better looking than the blue that she wore. <laughs> but what the hell was that? <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. My thought exactly, because I was like, "All right, everybody else has at least been on the same color scheme. You went from blue to Which, red to long pants." I applaud the color change because it. You know, it was different from what everybody else did. And she did keep it. I know everybody was like, I don't know how it relates, but I feel like disco is disco no matter how you spend it. Spend, spend it. <laughs> spend it. Cut that out. Nope. <laughs> uh, no matter how you spend it. Um, so she just did a, a newer, better disco look to me. So I got what she was going for. I know everybody else said they didn't understand. My problem with the look is that. It, it really boils down to it being red. <laughs> I have a big problem with it. And I understand what, what, what you're saying, that, you know, it's, it's still disco. It shouldn't matter. But to me, it does. And I don't like it. Also, like it. y'all remember her denim look last week with the was red? also red. 
So the look she had this week, because there was so little denim last week, this is what I thought her outfit looked like last week. And then when I saw it, I was like, isn't that what she had? No, no, no yeah, it's not. So it, was it was very similar. So but she to had me, a blue uh, onesie in the middle. Yeah, she missed the whole blue onesie last week. I thought she was just red tasseled up. And I was like, that don't make no sense. But I was like, oh, this is what I had in my head last week for you. You were a week late. But anyway. Last, we have Akira, um, with redoing Captain Realist from season 11. Thoughts? That was my second favorite look of the night. I think she shut it down. With Captain Realness. She was gorgeous. Gorgeous daughter. She was serving body. She was serving hair. She was serving face. She was serving Captain. Yeah, she actually had on a Captain. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't have on butterfly wings. <laughs> but yes, I, I know. A Captain, this is not. But tonight, a Captain, this was. was. So yes, I love that look. So then we get to see the Queen's finished commercials. Um, I personally laughed the most out loud at Drag Fixers. Um, I, I felt like their commercial was the best. Any, anybody, you guys, I don't know if you want to talk about each one or just talk about which one you like. Uh, like. I mean, I agree with Drag Fixers. It was, to me, the funniest one. The most well-constructed commercial, like the idea came across the best. You can really see and Trinity <laughs> really made their commercial. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she did. I do want to say her comedic timing was not recognized enough. Ah, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> she was really funny, and I was like, you know, didn't get her credit. Yeah, she I mean, was, I guess she won. So. Yeah, I mean, she got the credit because she, 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 <laughs> she, like, yeah, she won. She deserved uh, But she had some great lines in there mm-hmm. with the Naomi Small syndrome. <laughs> it was it was a really funny commercial. It was well done. It was executed. They had the vision. Uh, it built on uh, previous scenes to where they all end up at the club. She still got the tape foot. And <laughs> the, uh-uh, I don't like this. <laughs> really funny yeah. uh, so it was easily easily the funniest commercial yeah. and I thought the exercise queen commercial I I did not I didn't really like it. it it wasn't it wasn't for me I thought Kylie was a little stiff I thought Scarlett did not really bring anything to the commercial uh, Eureka was definitely over the top and kind of kind of saved it but after the exorcism, I was hoping to see a change in Eureka, like, oh, I'm back to normal. But then she kept the exorcism face. It's like, <laughs> well, does this even work? What, what what's, what's the point behind that? And I'm hanging on. And no then with the, with the Renna Queen, I thought the commercial was funny for, for Ginger Minj's uh, Richard Simmons character alone. It was, it was I thought it was good. Uh, Jan did not bring a lot to that commercial at all. Uh, yeah, she was she was just kind of flat, and then Akira did not either. But I thought Silky for the time on screen was was pretty decent. So I had that one second, uh, but Trinity was definitely the star tonight. As someone with added benefit of having seen that portion of the show twice, mm-hmm. the first time I watched it through, it was a clear uh, one, two, three for me with. Uh, the fixers being one, the exorcism being two, and then the rent a queens being third. Watching it through a second time, uh, fixers were still number one, like by a long shot, easy. Long shot. But uh, there's a lot of stuff in both of the other two that it made it hard for me to decide which one was funnier. I think the exorcism one, uh, it worked, but also before she transitioned, she said anything to make me stop exercising so y'all won't make me keep exercising. And so I think it's kind of like a play on, it didn't really work, but she stopped exercising. <laughs> so then she just, you know, is in different clothes, cleaned yeah, up, yeah. but not fully changed. So yeah. uh, I think that it it wasn't enough that it was, you could catch it right off. You had to have a second watch through to kind of get what they were doing. But uh, I thought it was funny and clever. The other one, there was just so much going on. <laughs> and really, the only thing I can remember from it was the Richard Simmons character and then Ginger squirting the lotion oh, in her face. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, though, there wasn't much. And then Silky sleeping at the end. Yeah, I remember Silky sleeping at the end. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I don't... I agree with that. It was not very memorable at all. Um, yeah, if I... I mean, like I said, I just thought drag pictures were the funniest. Um, and then, okay, so let's move on, right? Moving on yeah, to I the... Think yeah. So uh, RuPaul says that the queens are going to be judged as teens, and of course she crowns the drag fixers as the winner with Raja, Yara, Trinity, and Pandora, and the top queen is Trinity, and I felt like it was much deserved between that runway and that performance. Yeah, she I must it. say, that is an incredible performance, because Raja was also killing it in that commercial. <laughs> I don't know what her Pandora... Her face alone. Yeah, her face alone. I can't really remember Pandora box. But, uh, she stood next to Raja. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dora said, my work is done. I created yeah. it. She, I wrote the commercial. Masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, and Yara was okay, but, but Trinity really, yeah, really why. made that commercial. Yara is what Trinity did if Trinity, like, did too much. Right. Mm. And so it was like Yara was doing way too much, and Trinity was real subtle and just kind of sliding in, the one, like, the one-liner of, uh-uh, I don't like that. <laughs> like, like, just stuff like that. And then right. there's Yara who is overdoing everything mm-hmm. that she was given. And like I said, to me, it was hard to pick a winner between Raja and Trinity. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it came down to the wrong way. Yeah. Perchance. All right, then we get the critiques of the rest of the queens. So they start with Kylie. So Kylie... She got mostly positive critiques, but Michelle, and I don't know if I quite wrote it down correctly, but I feel like Michelle was trying to tell her to step out of her shell more. Is that kind of the idea? Yeah, I didn't write it down either, but that's the idea that I got from it. Um, Essentially saying that this is a completely different show than the show that you were on in season two. And that these queens will take it to the next level and don't get left behind uh, because she did still seem pretty reserved uh, mm-hmm. in her commercial, especially during the rehearsal. Okay. She also seemed very unsure of what she was doing. Also true. Okay. So, yeah, um, next they talked to Scarlett. Um, I felt like she got pretty positive critiques. They loved her look. RuPaul ate it up. And they thought her performance was good in the commercial. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It was a safe performance. Yeah. Um, Eureka, they loved her performance, but of course Michelle critiqued her runway look. As she should as have. As we kind of covered already. Uh, Jan, um, they were, basically what they were telling Jan was encouraging her to find her moment, I think is what they said. Right? Yeah, because there was like, where was the... You know, the, the funk? funk, the yeah. Jan, like uh. Jan Funk, which we know Jan for, even me, just from these, you know, three episodes, it's like, I, I thought you'd be way better at this. Mm. So, once again, this is the challenge that sent her home last, and the reason is, Jan presents as perfectionist. So, when you're trying to be perfect, you don't allow yourself to go uh, into, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't allow, allow yourself the freedom to be stupid and to be silly. And so that's kind of her issue. She presents like a robot and not mm-hmm. a human. That's so true. Then we get to Ginger. Um, Michelle critiqued her look, rightfully so, because um, <laughs> it was trash. Um, but they said she enjoyed, I guess they enjoyed her performance in the commercial. Which is fair. Is I mean, yeah, she I feel was like she made the commercial. <laughs> Else needed to be in the commercial. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot going on in that commercial. Yeah. I forgot all about the uh, uh, the guy that couldn't get his pants zipped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. The girl yeah, was that a carrier? Yeah, see, stuff like that. It was, just just yeah, it was too yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, it was too much. Um, Silky was next. They were saying how her looks didn't relate. Basically, the redemption was like, girl, you, you just picked this outfit and then you chose this random thing that you're going to redeem yourself for. Yeah. Was that like, what's the red piece that she had on her head? For real? Yeah. So that, that's the tie-in? No, I, I'm asking. I asked the question. Oh, what oh. was the red piece? <laughs> oh, 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 I don't know. Band, I 
I think I thought you were saying. Yeah, I thought you were saying. Oh well, she had a red piece on her head. No. Uh, no, he asked what it was. I think it was just like a headband. Yeah, it's like, like you, know, headband you know how the women wore the headband yeah, in the middle of the forehead, way. looking yeah. stupid, huh? I mean, what? <laughs> don't be a hater. Um, but Ross loved the look. You know, given that it wasn't quite a redemption, he loved the look. Akira, they talked about how she struggled with her performance um, during the commercial. They loved her look. Um, and yeah. comment on the curious. Well, we already, we already <laughs> said yeah, we that, her, that her look was good and her yeah, acting was Um, so RuPaul reveals that the Renta Queen group are the bottom. So that's Jan, Ginger, Silky, and Akira. And the exercise queens are safe. So Kylie, Scarlett, and Eureka are safe. So then we get to the backstage. Um, which to me, my initial, after seeing some of it, I was like, man, I think I'm going to have to watch this Untucked episode because I just, I felt like it probably is a good episode. Um, Trinity's mad because she's not, you know, when they come back, they don't recognize her as the winner. Give me my due. Give it to me now. Wow. Which is common. I I mean, I guess it depends on the, the show and what's going on. Either they'll congratulate them as they get backstage, or they'll congratulate them the next day. But Trinity was not here for it. She was mad that the bottom girls came in, and they were already, you know, bothered that they were uh, in the bottom. Yeah. Here's the thing, and I feel like the difference is, and why she wasn't recognized, mm-hmm. is because there weren't as many of them back there, and four girls were still <laughs> right. on stage. So mm-hmm. it's like, there's four people in the bottom. When they come back, and then it wasn't like they came back and immediately started pleading their case. They just started talking to each other yeah. and explaining just that. Explaining what happened. Yeah, right. because somebody said, what happened while y'all were out there? And it's like, it's four girls who were in the bottom, so there's a lot to cover. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, because seven queens are now entering back into the workroom, and four of them are in the bottom and up for elimination. So it is a little different. Uh, you don't just have two queens that are, are, are worried about going home. There's four. There's a whole team. Uh, so I, I would imagine that they were all kind of shook. Like, damn it, I wasn't, uh, I was not mentally prepared to do that when I thought my performance was good or I thought my runway was good. Uh, so I, I think it creates a different headspace for the entire room. Uh, so I, I thought Trinity was maybe a little out of line to say... Hey, forget y'all what y'all are going through. Give me my shine now. I 100% agree. It rode me the wrong way when she was like, hey, <laughs> I know what y'all are going through, but y'all not going to recognize me. And then it's like, at that point, do you really want them to recognize you? If you had to say, hey, are y'all going to recognize me? <laughs> right. Like, I don't want your bullshit ass congratulations. Man, keep that shit. Like, I was like, are you for real? Three uh, cheers for Trinity. <laughs> and then the way that Ross was kind of toasted it, it was like, okay, let's have a toast for Miss Trinity. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. It just was, I didn't think, like you said, uh, to me, there with it being more queens in the back, usually is when the congratulations happens, not when the, the bottom two come in. It's like, right. you know. Yeah, you, you are right, because when they're back there doing the untucked while other queens are. On stage, that's when everybody chit chat me. Now, if you ain't get your props while they was back there, that's on you. And you can't be sensitive that they come back here and immediately start talking to each other about, or talking to everybody else who asked about what went on. I mean, yeah, I agree. It is what it is. It like she, I mean, she said she was sensitive though, but obviously, (laughs) I mean, oh, couldn't tell. What? (laughs) I had no idea. Like have some. You know, some self confidence in yourself. Yeah, like, man. Like you won. Everybody know you won. They can't right. take it from you. Whether they say you did or didn't, right. they can't take it from you. Does not matter. Yeah. Um. So Ginger is also expressing a little frustration, anger that she's in the bottom because she felt like, which I was kind of like, mm, she felt like she got positive critique, so she was like, well, I don't deserve to be in the bottom. Yeah. So she stopped listening. <laughs> Halfway. Ears <through>. went off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, she did. For her performance, she got very positive critiques. But for that outfit, she, she got, got red. It was trash. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. Um, and so after, of course, uh, after Trinity Wine and forces people to congratulate her, she gives a pretty decent pep talk. About, Just because you in the bottom don't make you a bottom bitch. I was like, okay, Trinity. 
I don't know if they heard her, but I felt like it was very, I thought it was cute. I thought it was nice. I thought it was a nice little pep talk. Because you're right. You can get so, I'm sure you can get so down on yourself in that moment where you feel like, dang, I'm the worst drag queen in the world. Oh, you said last week when she was crying? Oh, you don't want to talk about that, though? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, and then the queens meet individually with Trinity, right? So, they're pleading their case. Um, now I'm going to be, I, I, I can't wait to see who Trinity picked. Yeah. Because based on their little interviews, I'm wondering if she picked Ginger. Because she told everyone else, oh, you can ease your mind, girl, you can ease your mind, don't worry. I didn't, I mean, they didn't show her say that to right. Ginger. Which I'm like. Yeah, I, I'm curious who she picked too, because it would seem like she picked Ginger, because she flat out said she was not picking Akiria. Uh, she kind of said the same thing to Silky. So and Jan, I feel like she oh, said and, that to yeah, Jan. Yeah, and Jan. Yeah, maybe you know, it was like, girl, don't worry. You know, like right. So it kind of, and she did ask her, "Do you feel like you're in the bottom?" Yes. And so, I, to me, that kind of points that maybe she picked Ginger, which was probably not the right choice, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know who she picked, but I I don't know if I was listening different, but I thought she kind of gave everybody like. Props, good job. She did. You're, yeah, you're a fierce queen. Blah blah blah. And so, right. uh, I didn't have any idea, but I didn't get the impression that she picked Ginger. Um, yeah, I had no idea who she picked. I think she did a good job of not really giving away anything about who she was gonna pick. Okay. So then it's time for the queens to choose their lipsticks, and we do get to see that Akira picked Silky's. Lipstick and Silky picked Akira's lipstick. Any thoughts? I mean, it's like they want us to have thoughts about that. The betrayal. Um. So Akira picking Silky makes sense. (laughs) Anyone picking Silky. Silky picking Akira and then saying she just got to go with the whatever. Like it was going to be the. Right. So Akira was saying that the bottom two were Akira. And silky, and so if that's how if that's how they were viewing it, because I mean she said it to the group, then I see why Silky would have picked Akira because she wasn't gonna pick herself. So I guess she just voted on the bottom out of their group. That's how I take it. Okay. All right. So then we <laughs> hands down, I'm calling it now the best lip sync assassin entrance in RuPaul's Drag Race. History. I, I live, so they say let's reveal the, the lip sync assassin, right? The curtain comes. Well, you can already see that there's nobody standing behind that curtain, honey. Okay, so we're like, okay, okay, here comes this, this, roll the curtain up. And RuPaul killed me. I was dying. What, what's, what's going on? Michelle, Michelle did you pay the right bill? Yeah, Tia? I thought that part was a little corny. <laughs> I but... thought it was, I was, yeah, I was, I was cracking up. Tia? What's, what's going on? That fabulous acting from RuPaul. And out of the... What y'all not gonna do is what? Out of the rafters comes Laganja Estranja. Uh, and then when she said, oh, y'all wanted a twist egg. Come on, all-star sick. Let's get sick me. Girl, I gagged right there. And I told Chris, I said, she done already won the lipstick. I mean, the lip sync. She done already done had hers. They don't even need to have a lip sync. Right. That's it. That's a wrap. Turn and the man, lights out. We could have saved ourselves a lot of time. <laughs> Turn the song off. Sorry, Dua. You ain't going to get your song played here tonight. Because LaGanja won that lip sync. And damn it. Trinity LaGanja won that lip sync. Because Trinity <laughs> said, uh-uh, that don't count. <laughs> was like, nah, I dude. think Trinity got sick. Like, her stomach just... Uh, Balled up right on the spot when that happened because that's what would have happened to me. As someone who doesn't know anything about either one of these, I thought I had recalled y'all saying that Trinity was a lip uh, lip assassin. <laughs> she is. And after watching her lip sync, I was like, "But how?" I know it was <laughs> well, disappointing. What happened? <laughs> it was disappointing because she is. She is a lip sync assassin. Yeah. She was. So Laganja. <laughs> On a 
different level. And for one, she had not been back on RuPaul's Drag Race since season six. Yes. So it has been a long time since we've seen Laganja on on the stage on television. Right, right. Uh, and she had like to me the most iconic entrance of all time. That's so true. And then she's she an icon. Have, she may have topped it with with this. <laughs> may have. <laughs> and so it's a. Uh, it was good to see her again, just just yes. to be honest, because she was someone I was concerned, like, where are they? Uh, a lot of people with, with that type of personality, they tend to keep around for a while, but Laganja uh, is not someone that we've seen in a really long time. And she mentioned that she she's medicated, so maybe there's something, uh, maybe well, she she's was going through some stuff. I don't know. I think I, I will have to look that up, because I feel like there's there was something... But I don't know. But I agree it was good to see Laganja. I see her online all the time because oh, I follow okay. her on the gram. She's amazing. She's she's beautiful. Everybody loves her, right? But um, it was so good to see her back. And it also seemed like she had been working on that lip sync <laughs> since Girl, the last time she left. Laganja I mean. is the moment. And I, I feel like... I, I felt bad for Trinity because it was like, girl, I'm sorry. Yeah, you already know. You, and then I felt like she, that's how she played the lip sync. I felt like I probably would have done the same thing. But what am I going to do to top the Don Jess on you? Like, what am I going to do? That's fine, but she looked crazy. Let's just let's <laughs> say what it is. Yeah, she was moving, moving kind of odd. It was, it was, it was, it was weird. weird. Yeah. I was like, um, uh, that's the lip sync assassin y'all was talking about. Yeah, so hopefully she'll redeem herself with that in the future because, yeah, she didn't do well. But, I, I mean, I don't blame her. Don't oh, blame but her. to your point about Laganja not being on Drag Race since she was on her season, I uh, didn't see her season, but I knew who she was. I knew the name when she said the name when she came out. So, uh, I think she just been out here, you know, doing her thing, getting her coins. She don't, yeah. she don't need RuPaul. She don't need yeah. RuPaul. So. Um, and recently came out as trans, right. a trans woman. So, you know, she's just doing her thing, smoking her weed, living her life. Mm-hmm. But she looked amazing. I, I, she always has, like, that theme, that, I guess, weed theme with the green. And I, I thought she yeah. looked amazing. <laughs> Every time I think about Laganja, I think, vagina! <laughs> <laughs> She's just funny. She's just yeah. hilarious. She's perfect. She's perfection. And like you said, I don't know why RuPaul <laughs> chooses not to use her more. Right. Um, because she is definitely somebody that you should. Right. Use. Especially if you bring back queens like uh, Alyssa Edwards and Changela and other people with big personalities. To me, I put Laganja right in that same vein. Uh, so, like I said, I have not been following her on the gram. But uh, it was just, it was really good to see her again. Yeah. And she did not disappoint. Oh, she killed it. So they lip synced to Physical by Dua Lipa. Laganja wins. Um, and so Laganja reveals from her bosoms that the Queens picked Silky. I don't know, every time I have to say Pilky. Silky's name, I mess up the word before that. But the Queens picked Silky to go home. Um, and of course she's all sad and whatever. She has her little moment about her prayer, which I was like, girl, okay, girl. Why are you hating? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? oh. like, if anybody else had said those exact same words as their parting words, you'd have been like, I thought it was cute, I thought it was nice. Because <laughs> Sylvie said you like, and then here she comes. Like, <laughs> you sound like a hater. Really? Be the peacemaker. <laughs> And not the what? Not the, the drama. Not the drama. Be the, be the I don't know. Stuff, but, you know, so she gone. Of course, one hour later, we see her back in the workroom packing up all her stuff. And RuPaul, every time, RuPaul tells Silky not to leave. Yo, hate for Silky. It's <laughs> so loud that you can't even tell. Can't even talk. Can't even say her name, honey. Mm-hmm. Shit. Uh, tells her not to leave. So, again, we're not sure what's going on, but. How many weeks shall there be? I know. I was like, I don't know well, if we're going to find out. It has to happen next week, right? I, I mean, sure we're, hope we're so. Like, come on. episodes in at this point. Yeah, I like, sure hope so. I get it. Because if wanna... not, I'm, I've lost interest. You're yeah. right. Because then I'm like, I'm assuming they just gone. Like, don't, don't, don't bring them back. Don't bring them back at this point. So we'll see. Maybe next week we'll find out. But next week we also see they're going to have a Hall of Fame halftime show challenge. And Jamal Sims is back. 
back. They're bringing back all the goodies from past RuPaul's Drag Race seasons. He's another fan favorite. Um, I'm looking forward to next week as well because we get to hear some of Jan's delusions. Um, it was like she's in denial about being in the bottom, um, which this, is extremely frustrating. I'm because sure. it's especially frustrating because this is. Jan, and that is what got her sent home the last time, because she got the critiques, and she was like, oh, no, blah, 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 can't beat me, and she continues to suffer from delusions of, uh, of, of being things that she is not, so I won't say grandeur, because, I mean, she's, she's, she's decent, but I feel like I was hoping that she would be past this by now. But apparently she is not. So hopefully it, it doesn't bite her in the butt uh, next week. But it's not looking good based on those previews. Any uh, comments, Jay? Um, the other thing I wanted to add was, yeah, so Jay's biggest complaint, I guess, last season was, no, I didn't get any um, feedback. No feedback. I'm safe. I'm safe. Then when you get the feedback and it's not what you want to hear, or you pick and choose what you want to hear. It's like, then what's the point of giving you feedback? Right. What's right. the point? Like, we should keep you safe or staying home. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see. Any other thoughts on the episode? All right. That has been episode three of All Star Season 6 on LTD. Let's talk trash. I'm Jessica. I'm Jay. I'm Chris. Bye. Bye.